The following Mark's Daily Apple article was written by Mark Sisson and is narrated by Tina Lehman. Dietary Trends Is Conventional Thinking Inching Toward Ancestral Wisdom? As the calendar draws toward the close of yet another year, I'm inclined to take stock of where the primal vision stands. Are people slowly warming to the idea of primal eating and living? Or are we merely seeing small, inconsequential, lateral shifts within the same old confines of conventional, grain-based, saturated, fat-averse dietary wisdom? All right, all right. It's fair to say that without examining the numbers, the majority of people are still stuck in their same detrimental ways. But are the cracks in CW I noted a few years ago deepening and expanding? If we look closely enough, could there be a bit of whole food common sense shining in there? Or is it just some refracted marketing gloss that catches the right angle from time to time? Or just wishful starry-eyed delusion? All good questions with their own claim on truth. Still, are there any substantive takeaways from 2016? And how are things shaping up for the next year at that? Let's take a brief look. 2016 in review. Where did Grok fit in? Last month, Google released its report on 2016 food trends. With its window into public curiosity, it gives us a refreshing take on how the internet-connected world views food, highlighting consumer preferences rather than dietitian dictates. And while I'm always a little hesitant to jump into the brain of your average calorie-counting consumer, It's useful to get an overall idea of what people are thinking with regards to food. For one, it appears gluten-free is dropping in the charts, with Google reporting a decline in searches for gluten-free cupcakes and wheat-free bread. It appears that perhaps the average Joe slash Jane has lost interest, at least in non-gluten baked goods. Somehow I'm not too optimistic that they're being replaced with the likes of primal stew and big-ass salads. There was also a significant decline in interest for classic examples of kale chips, quinoa, and agave nectar. Sorry, there's no such thing as guilt-free. But enough of the has-beens. What about the up-and-comings of the great Google food query? It appears that the world's love affair with pasta, bread, and rice continues to flourish. Of the seven sustained risers of the 2016 Google food search, three fit the pasta category. Ramen, rigatoni, and linguine, two related to wheat and baked goods, empanadas and bundt cakes, and one was a rice-heavy but admittedly delicious Korean dish, bibimbap. I have to say that, minus the bibimbap, I'm a little disappointed. Uncured bacon was a slightly promising trend. I wouldn't have put that at the top of the concern list, but maybe beggars can't be choosers. But credit to internet searchers everywhere, there were some genuine bright spots. According to Google, the new rising stars of the food world include turmeric, jackfruit, and cauliflower rice. I've shared my thoughts on turmeric recently. I hear jackfruit is a superfood contender and a sustainable food source to boot. Cauliflower rice has long been a staple for many in the primal paleo and low-carb crowds. So a few wins here and a few losses there. I like to think that we all got something out of the trendy gluten-free stint, though. While searches might be down, I don't think there's any going back to total denial at this point. And from where I'm sitting, the market has been changed by gluten-free fadism for the better. Just don't fall for the gluten-free sugar. The expert's crystal ball. 
hints for 2017? Despite some of the aforementioned dietary pivoting, Americans will plunge into 2017 with a bit more food know-how under their belts. While the gluten-free movement may appear to be losing some steam, there's undeniably a growing recognition of food as medicine. Four of the top five health benefits of type Google queries of 2016 related to apple cider vinegar, coconut oil, cinnamon, and bone broth. Now we're cooking with gas. The final query in that grouping was health food stores near me, suggesting that more people are actively seeking out sources for nutrient-dense, minimally processed foods. Who knows, maybe a few of them stumbled on Thrive or Primal Kitchen in the process. This newfound food research fanaticism may or may not guide people toward a more primal way of eating. To get a glimpse of the not-too-distant edible future, I've skimmed some of the more notable predictions for 2017 floating around the net. Here are two things I discovered. One, plant-based protein will be all the rage. Apparently, 2016 was the International Year of Pulses. Who knew? It certainly did see a return of the legume back to the kitchen table, even among the primal and paleo circles. Personally, I've got no beef with legumes. I'll throw them in for taste and texture sometimes. That said, I wouldn't ever depend on them for my protein base. Sure, there's nutrition in there, in some more than others, but let's be honest too, the carb count hasn't changed. Brace yourself for an onslaught of beans in the coming months, people. Two, good fats may catch a welcome reprieve. At last, a prediction to truly get excited about. After a casual four-plus decades of hating on fat of any kind, the U.S. Dietary Guidelines Advisory Committee has grudgingly admitted that certain fatty foods may in fact not be the devil incarnate. Avocado, almonds, and salmon all get the thumbs up from these dietary sticklers, which may herald a new golden age for the fat-starved masses. Brock is nodding in approval. But don't be fooled. Most dietary bigwigs are still convinced that fat is the enemy. A skim, pun intended, through the 2015 Dietary Guidelines reveals an immovability with regard to saturated fats, and I don't think a year has done much to budge them. Note that we're still getting the same old recommendations for fat-free or low-fat dairy, including milk, yogurt, cheese, and or fortified soy beverages. Here I was thinking we'd finally hit a home run. Progress. We'll take it where we can get it. Despite the apparent dietary seesawing, maybe it's not too much to suggest there's less disagreement when it comes to what constitutes healthy eating. Those who are willing to do the research agree that low to moderate carbs and high fat is good, as long as it's healthy fat. The rising stars of 2016 showed that nutrient density is quickly becoming a benchmark for healthy eating, along with the growing notion that maybe eating so much sugar isn't the best decision ever. If ancestral logic isn't getting the credit, it's perhaps because we remain uncomfortable looking to our uncivilized past for direction. As a tech-savvy consumer society, most people prefer to believe sources for dietary wisdom are situated in cutting-edge science rather than innate sense. We're more inclined to trust progress than history. Still, if CW is indeed inching toward ancestral principles, even as it disowns them by name, the trend still creates logical openings for people to put two and two together, offering entry points, maybe, for discovering a larger picture of health than primal blueprint or paleo models. 
And by the way, let's not overcomplicate things. All said, it's refreshing to see an increase in people actually showing some degree of consciousness regarding the ingredients in their food. Nonetheless, it's also frustrating to discover that most people still believe being healthy is hard. Among the commentary and observations offered with the report is the notion that to eat healthy, you have to pay a lot of attention. To me, it's these kinds of statements that actually deter people from trying to get healthy in the first place. Folks think that eating healthy is complicated, that the rules change all the time, and the mainstream media perpetuates this misconception. That's the beauty of ancestral logic. The primal diet is, at its very core, very simple. Healthy fats, fresh produce, high-quality meats. It's not rocket science, and that's why it works. Perhaps 2017 will see a continuing shift toward dietary simplicity. For the sake of public health, I certainly hope so. I'm ready to do my part. Thanks for listening today, everyone. Have a wonderful day.